The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. Sports, 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 sports. So they just sit there and talk about sports? Yeah, and there's sports going on right now. How about some Wednesday NFL? What a thriller we've got going. Hey, let's do it. So what are the odds Wednesday on the Blitz? Diabolical. This is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Presented by the pay-per-view fight of the year. Errol Spence Jr. versus Danny Garcia. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And the Blitz is on for Wednesday. Welcome to the greatest show in the history of the known universe. With me, Fred Fowler, the Falcon, A.J. Hoffman, Chocolate Braveheart, Aaron Rabeld, Lord Voldemort. If you want to get in today, 713-780-ESPN, your number, 713-780-3776. can also get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz. Click like, send a message. Aaron will read it. Twitter, at Fred Fowler, F-A-O-U-R, at A-J is the real, at Aaron is Blitz. Add Degenerates975. You can text the show. You know the number for that. You can uh, Twitch the show. Go to twitch.tv slash ESPN975. And it's a Wednesday. It's going to be a short Wednesday where uh, we do things just a little bit differently. When you call, text, tweet, Twitch, whatever you do, put odds on it. What are the odds, AJ, the University of Houston never plays another football game this year? They might not. <laughs> uh, they might not. Unfortunate. Uh, but, yeah, I, I'm... I, this it's it's one of those years, and and really UH has been on a rougher end of it than most. They've had it worse than most. Well, it, early on, it was the other guy's fault. Then it was their fault. Now it's the other guy's fault again. It's just like, ah, eh, oh well, what are you going to do? They'll have that four and three record at the end of the season. Yep. <laughs> at least that gets uh, Holgerson over five hundred. But a uh, little Wednesday afternoon football. Steelers and Ravens are slogging it out. I would say. Uh, Kind of an error-filled first half, but what do you expect a Wednesday at 2.40 p.m. game? Uh, that that last little run there, and I'm on the under. Um, <laughs> of course you are. <laughs> so I'm happy with the result there, but that's really, really bad coaching. That's bad football, and I, and you know I like Harbaugh. That you cannot, you cannot run a play that takes that much time and, and leaves you no time for a field goal. Like In a game where it looks like points are going to be tough to come by. Yeah, yeah. And really, there shouldn't be – like. As someone who has the under, I, I'm I'm biased, obviously, but no, you should four be, you first should... quarter turnovers, like the offenses are so bad, it's ruining unders. Is what's <laughs> happening? Like that's a that's hard to do, but you cannot have. And again, I'm not mad at it. You cannot have that kind of a play to end the half, though. It's just that that's bad. That's bad juju. What or, what number did you get on this? Uh, forty two and a half. Okay, so you're still on pace. That yeah, but it's like I said. Just I mean if. This is obviously a big game for the Ravens, as it, you know they they were able to get it pushed back basically uh, six months. Yeah, uh, exactly. But, uh, you know, the, and I, I said this last week. Even if the Ravens lose this game, the likelihood that the Ravens will miss the playoffs is very slim because their remaining schedule is so pathetic. Yeah, uh, it's like it's a lot of it's Cowboys, Bengals. Uh, I want to say maybe Jag. Like they, it's it's a cakewalk, but. They've. Uh, this would be a good win for them, and if they could win this game with everything that they're missing, missing their quarterback, you know, the league MVP from last year, missing Mark Andrews, who's probably one of the five best tight ends in the league, it, right? It, who's an important weapon to that mi- offense? Missing, <laughs> missing their one, number one and number two running backs. Like yeah. they're they're missing everything on offense. If they can somehow get a win, that goes a long way. They're missing a couple guys on the defensive front too. I didn't even yeah. mention so. If they can pull this off, it's big. Harbaugh knows that. He's got to know how important that is. And, you know, 12, 12 you know, sevens, not the end of the world. 12-10 would have felt a lot better for him, I'm betting. Yeah, yeah, because... Uh, and, of course, they have the best kicker in the history of time, so there's no way they would miss it, unlike the Steelers kicker missing extra points to start the game. So their, their final five games, Cowboys, Browns, Jags, Giants... Bengals. They can't. They're they're gonna they're gonna finish five and zero. Oh, yeah, which would put them at what nine and seven if they lose this game. Yep. Because they they've got they're what they're, they're this, six and four right now. No, maybe. so that'd be they, they, no, oh, they'd be eleven and five. Yeah. Yep. 
Oh my god! I mean, yeah, it's just because they've had a few bad weeks here that yeah, it, it, because, but they got panicking. off to yeah, they got off to a good start. They're fine. Yeah, eleven and five. That's uh, you know, probably not what they were hoping for. You don't think they were hoping for eleven and five? I think they you know was thirteen and three last year. You're, you're yeah, hoping for true. more. I mean, they they, they had the best team goals in the league that. going into the playoffs yeah, last year. Yeah. But, okay, but. You take eleven and no, five they, any year, AJ. This isn't the Texans. That's true. Just, just stop. I, I don't know what I'm thinking. <laughs> My bad. But um, yeah. So and of course Goodell sitting here defending the decision and, and talking about how we won't move a game for competitive reasons. Really? I mean that that's just dumb. I'm, I'm still mad about that whole Denver thing, and I'm sure Denver fan is kind of ticked off. And again, I don't think it matters. Saints are going to beat them anyway. But you know that you keep pushing this back and pushing it back and pushing it back, and you wouldn't do that one. You're, you're just, I don't like the guy. So, a um, couple of uh, programming notes. Okay. Uh, just so you know. Uh, we'll be off at 5.30 today for Aggie yes. basketball. And going forward, I, I want, like, I know there's people who are pissed off about it, and I'm frustrated about it, too. Uh, but because there's a bunch of changes going on on what, what games are going to be run and what games are not, there there really wasn't time for us to, to flip it to where we were going to be on, uh, where we could switch over to 92.5. Going forward, I'm going to do my best to make sure that when we are cut short, that we can go over to that 92.5 studio and finish the show at least on 92.5. Um, and so somebody was already saying, why can't they put the game on, on 92.5 and you guys stay on 97.5? Well, because the Aggies paid for 97.5, so yeah. that's where yeah. we're, we're contractually obligated to run their games. Um, it's not like the Rockets where... You know, we can just throw them around to whatever BS made up station we want to when when seven ninety's busy. So, uh, we we've we made a contract with these guys, and that, it is what it is, and they they pay the bills. So they, they uh, do, and it's a it's a good partnership for us. So we're going to keep them happy. Yep. And uh, yeah, so that that uh, and, and there'll be times where we may not be able to do ninety two five, but I mean that's a good option to have. And so in the future we'll be able to do that. And tomorrow's a golf tournament, so yes. for those of you who are going to be out there, um. I, I plan to get there as early as I can. I have to to take the damn RV to get fixed in the morning. But once that's done, I will. I'll get out there and kind of wander around and say hello to everybody. And um, you know, uh, I'm gonna have. I, I, I'm not sure if Brandon's gonna have us recording sports map videos or not. But I've got some things to to work on over here. Um, but I'll be I'll be over there at some point before before our show. Yeah, I, I would say I'll be there no later than two when when okay. Josh's show starts. But uh, uh, you know. Say hello to everybody, and uh, yeah, uh, that's uh, uh, you know what Courtney surprised me with today when I got to the station. What's that? We have new T-shirts. Oh, really? That oh, looks hey, hey. five shirts. Nice. I don't know if they're going to be giving these away at the uh, at the tournament, but we've got them now. Well, well, well. My face isn't on the back. <laughs> no, that's, not this one. This one was made just for me. Wow, that's, that's really disappointing. Yeah, this because his says the real star of the show on the back. That's right. why it was made just for him. Mm. So, all right. Well, whatever, man. Yeah. Okay. Fine. But uh, so that's that's what we got going on the next couple of days, and and the weather is it's supposed to be cool, but really sunny tomorrow. So for yeah. those those of you who are wandering around, looking not at the us, worst golf day. No, because even what we've had like for the last week. It's actually it's probably the nicest day that we've had in the last. Yeah, year. I mean it's gonna be in the fifties and it's gonna be sunny, so it'll feel warmer than that. And you guys will be drunk anyway, so you're not gonna worry about that. So, and Crystal says, "Damn, Fred and the missus broke the shocks in the RV already." I wish it was the shocks. So. I've, uh, I, I, I want to. Can I, can I bitch about something about a bad beat? Am I allowed to do that? Uh, carry the two. Yes. Uh, Kansas minus four last night. <laughs> excruciating hey i mean you know what it's it's not all you know the officiating's fault because kansas missed like 10 free throws in that game which is just pathetic it, it, it's one thing if you're like you're copping state or something and you can't make yeah. free throw kansas those guys you got it you got a uh, a team full of you know blue chip recruits they ought to be able to make some freaking free throws but they they call a th- they 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 make a call on the court that it's a two-point shot for Kentucky. At the, you know, I guess there's like 12 seconds left in the game. And Kansas was up four at the time. And the guy's toe was on the line. So they call it on the floor. They call it a two. And then they go to review it. 
they show a hundred angles. None of them look like there's disputable, indisputable evidence that it's a three. But sure would make the game more interesting if it's a three. So they say, you know what? That's a three. What do you think Kansas wins by? Uh, yeah, three. Yeah, I, I, I mean, saw that, and I, I didn't. I couldn't remember the number you actually got it at, but I was like, I don't think they quite got there. I didn't see the end. But obviously, whoever was doing the uh, videos, like, dude, I got to cover this four, dude. That's got to cover it was this just, four in, in a game that big. You know, there's a lot of money on that game. Yeah, you know, I, again, it, it wasn't uh, it wasn't Southeast Louisiana versus Eastern Kentucky. That's a that's a big boy prime time college basketball game with two blue blood programs. There's a lot of cash on that game. They played really crappy, both of them. By yeah, the they did. Yeah. Uh, Kentucky. It, it looks like. Uh, when Tyler Hero left, they decided, you know what? We're not getting anybody else who can make outside shots ever again. <laughs> We're done with that. So I don't know what's going on with him. They don't have a shooter in, in the house, though. Uh, but but Kansas, like I said, screwed themselves by missing free throws. But that's a terrible, terrible call that, again, swung quite a, quite a few dollars here and there. Yeah. Somebody on the text line said they had the same bet, not happy. Yeah, garbage, uh, garbage finish. So, yeah, uh, A&M versus Tarleton State tonight. Followed- Tarleton State's first uh, D1 game. All right. That's exciting. That's right. Uh, late hits afterwards, though, and Hall of Fame. So, if you want to catch the local stuff, it'll still be here. All right, quick break. It's a Blitz on ESPN. The Blitz, Blitz on ESPN 97.5. There is a pretty big boxing fight, boxing pugilism match on Saturday between two of the best in the world, Errol Spence Jr. and Danny Garcia, Texas's own Errol Spence Jr. First fight back from the uh, from the from the car accident. So, looking forward to seeing him back in there. One of the best pound for pound in the world, and they 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 didn't throw him in there with some scrub a dub for his first match back. They said, you know what. You're getting Danny Garcia, buddy. And it all goes down Saturday night on pay-per-view. Obviously, the guy, Errol Spence, if you don't know, if you haven't seen him, you, you don't know what you're missing. This is a U.S. Olympian. Uh, had just unified world welterweight titles uh, last year before he got into a big car wreck. And this is his first fight back. And Garcia, no, he's, he's no slouch himself. 32 years old, 36-2 uh, and two with 21 knockouts. Going to be a really tough test for Errol Spence Jr. Undefeated Errol, the truth Spence Jr. risks it all and puts his title on the line against Philly's own Danny Swift Garcia in the biggest fight of the year. It all goes down Saturday, December 5th, live on pay-per-view. Buy now on foxsports.com slash pay-per-view and watch it on any screen you want. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Presented by the pay-per-view fight of the year, Errol Spence Jr. versus Danny Garcia. Watch it live this Saturday at 8 p.m. Central, only on pay-per-view. You can buy now on foxsports.com slash PPV and watch it on any screen you want. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on the Blitz. 713-780-ESPN. Correction, not my fault. It was on the the rundown. No late hits or Hall of Fame tonight. Is that correct, Aaron? We will there is late, late hits. hits. Late, okay. hits, will, late hits no will start Hall as soon as... Okay. As soon as the Aggie game finishes, okay. late hits will start up. Yeah. So there will be uh, all right, but no Hall of Fame because okay. yeah, that's that's Shame. on me. It's a fight week, so during fight weeks, when uh, you know, we used to go out to Vegas, the the boxing promoter wants us to be as much like a virtual radio row as we could be. So, uh, we're, we do our shows out there Thursdays and Fridays of fight week. They want Booker T and Brad to do their show on Thursday or Friday of fight week. So that's what uh, that's what they'll be doing. Um, so yeah. And make sure you check out that pay-per-view uh, on Saturday. Should be a, a fantastic fight, really. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad a... to see Errol Spence back. Uh, all right, we got Ray? Yeah, well, here's a, a good transition talking about yeah, the fight. Speaking of the fight that's happening on Saturday, uh, we, one, of the, one of the legends of the sport, a ring announcer, a, uh, a play-by-play man, just a, an all-around, uh, a, a, a jack-of-all-trades, if you will, in boxing. Ray Flores joins us. Ray, how are you? Good, sir. 
AJ and Fred, how are you guys? Greetings from Dallas. Oh, beautiful Dallas. And obviously, Errol Spence's hometown. It's going to be a, a pro Errol uh, crowd, what, what crowd there is there. What's the atmosphere like, or what are you expecting it to be like with the limitations and, and compared to, like, other big fights? I'm expecting it to be a vocal and a lively crowd. It's no, it's no coincidence, guys, that we're here at AT&T Stadium because it's under social distancing guidelines. It could probably fit about 100,000 when it comes to a prize fight, but this one I think is going to be scaled back to about 20,000, maybe a little bit less. So about of the fifth, or if not less than that, of capacity. So I think it's the proper venue for an event of this magnitude under the times. I believe that with the way that they're following the COVID protocols with the event, that, you know, this is something that fans need. And you know what, guys? It's different with the, I called eight or nine events without fans in the building, and it's not the same. The fans are the reason why these prize fighters are able to do what they do. And I can't wait to get into AT&T Stadium on Saturday. Errol Spence, one of the one of, one of the great stories uh, of boxing up up until a couple of years ago. I mean, young kid who was just just incredible to watch, uh, and then he has really his first major test. It seemed like on paper he had tests before, but the first time he was really pushed in the ring against Sean Porter, and then he goes and and has an accident, catches a DUI, you know, really and. It sounded like at first it was these really life-threatening injuries. He's in the ICU. It's, but it turns out the injuries weren't as severe as we as first thought. Is this sort of a a redemption story now for Errol Spence? Is this like is that what this story becomes after that? I think so because here's the thing: we didn't know after the car accident if Errol Spence would be able to fight again, or even I. We didn't know the extent of his injuries. When I heard that morning about what happened, I thought, could Errol walk again? Is he going to be, does he have any broken bones? And he was able to come out of it with just a lot of facial lacerations and, you know, a few, you know, dinks and bumps, but nothing serious, no broken bones. I mean, he's literally a walking miracle. That's exactly what Errol Spence is. And guys, I was at his training camp a couple of weeks ago and I watched him train. And I've seen Errol Spence train before for a long time and have been around him. And this is not just to sell the fight. This is my honest opinion. I believe that this is the most focused, the most determined that I've ever seen Errol Spence. And I'll tell you why. He was whacking the bag and hitting the mitts harder than I ever have heard. And the way that I look, I see that look in his eye. And I mentioned this during the press conference today. But I almost feel like he's not overlooking Danny Garcia but he wants to drive through Danny Garcia physically on Saturday night. You know, the, the, the last time Errol fought in, in Dallas or in, in AT&T Stadium was Mikey Garcia. He was an undefeated dude. Uh, there was a lot of, lot of hype that maybe Mikey Garcia could be the guy to, to slow down uh, Errol Spence. And, I mean, Errol just mollywopped him. For, I mean, for, for 12 full rounds, it was not a competitive fight. Sean Porter pushed him. Do you see anything in Danny Garcia that makes you think that he can, he can push him the way Sean Porter did? Or is there a possibility that, that Danny Garcia is just another dude who's, who's going to get whooped around by Errol Spence? It's going to be a different fight than that of Sean Porter. Sean Porter is an aggressive fighter, comes forward, he's going to crowd you, he's going to try to physically dominate you. Danny Garcia is more precise. Danny Garcia is cerebral-like in his approach in the sense that he is a brilliant counterpuncher. He has dynamite in both hands. He demonstrated that left hook when he defeated Amir Khan and Eric Morales. He demonstrated the right hand when he wiped out Brandon Rios with a walk-off home run shot back in February of 2017. So Danny Garcia has popped in both punches. But what I'm excited about, and this is what Angel Garcia has told me, the father of Danny Garcia, he believes there are going to be points in the fight where they are going to go toe-to-toe. Neither man has been down in the course of their careers. So when they go in these toe-to-toe exchanges, they're going to have to gamble. So which chin is going to be able to stand up to the other man's power? Because, guys, I'm not a, I don't, I'm not a psychic, but I can pretty much guarantee you that both Errol Spence and Danny Garcia are going to land flush upon one another on Saturday. 
which chin and which man is going to be able to withstand the other fighter's best punch? That is the question on Saturday. If Errol is able to come out of this, if he's able to get this win, which is obviously not a given. You know, Danny Garcia this is a dude who has lost twice, and it's to Keith Thurman and, and, and to, uh, to, to Sean Porter, who, who Errol just beat. I mean, it's, it's to top guys. But if Errol does come out of this, I mean, there's those names, Thurman. There, there's a, a rematch with Porter, which I think would be interesting based on what we, what we saw in that first fight. Uh, mm-hmm. I, he's mentioned Manny Pacquiao several times. The one fight that I keep wanting to see is Terrence Crawford. I mean, if this happens, if, if, if Errol wins this, is it possible that now they realize, you know what, we almost had the, the possibility of this super fight taken away forever. Let's go ahead and get this done while the, while, while the iron's hot with both these guys. Do you think that's, that's what promoters are looking to do next? I don't know if that's what promoters are looking to do next. I think it all depends on the circumstance because the names that they have been, that I have heard bantered around are Manny Pacquiao. Manny Pacquiao or Terrence Crawford. Pacquiao and Spence have, they are the only two fighters to headline at AT&T Stadium on more than one occasion. And let's just say, guys, hypothetically, that we are able to finally get past COVID-19 and put that in the rearview mirror, let's say summertime, and start to get back to normal life. Can you imagine Manny Pacquiao and Errol Spence at AT&T Stadium with full capacity, in my estimation, I think you can get over 80,000 fans in that stadium. Now, if that doesn't take place, yes, Spence and Terrence Crawford is a very enticing matchup. But either fight I have no problem with. You know, you mentioned AT&T, and, and it's become sort of a, uh, you know, maybe the – in the at least on the uh, in the top five now of, of boxing venues, but for these super mega fights that you, I mean, you could have in Vegas or you could have at Madison Square Garden, but they can't hold what AT and T holds. Is AT and T becoming sort of the the go to spot for mega fights because their capacity is so great? The capacity is so great, and Jerry Jones is a big boxing fan, especially the fact that he's a big boxing fan, but Jerry Jones is an Errol Spence, a junior fan. There are only four fighters who have been world champions from the Dallas area. And they always say, guys, and I'm here and I love Texas, you do things bigger in Texas. Well, that's why we got AT&T Stadium. That's why I love Houston so much. You got a lot of love. Jamal Charlo, Jamal Charlo. People should be going crazy for those guys. I'm sure they are. But, guys, Jerry Jones is a big Errol Spence fan. The city of, of Dallas loves this guy. He's loved here in Texas. So that's why I think that AT&T Stadium is becoming a more of a prominent fight venue because of the fact that Errol's from here. If Errol's successful on Saturday night against Danny Garcia, which is no small task whatsoever, I think that Errol Spence will headline three and four times at AT&T Stadium. This is not his last time at AT&T Stadium if he's successful against Danny Garcia. What's your, uh, what's your role going to be on fight night this week, Ray? Guys, I am uh, busy. So tomorrow I'll be doing the undercard press conference. I'll be hosting that on Friday. I'll be a part of the weigh-in. On Saturday, I will be calling the prelims on the social media pages of PBC on Fox. And then I will be calling the fight for the international audience around the world. So everywhere but the United States, I will be calling the fight alongside my brother, Miguel Flores, who's also a commentator as well. So he does work as well with Premier Boxing Champion. So we'll be calling the fight for the international audience of the U.K., Australia, overseas, et cetera, et cetera. So it is a busy time. Thankfully, we're safe. I'm in the Dallas bubble. Hope you guys are safe and sound and want to wish you and your listeners a very happy and safe holiday season. Well, I won't ask you, since you, since you are calling the fight, I won't ask you for a, uh, for a winner, but I, what, what, do you, what, what do you expect this fight to look like? What, what, should we, what should we expect to be in for on Saturday night? You're going to expect a real fight. You're going to expect two guys who are two of the best welterweights in the world going at it. These are not guys 15 years past their prime. <laughs> cough, cough, Tyson mm-hmm. and Hoy, you know, Jones. Uh, this is the kind of fight that as a fight fan and as a sports fan you want to watch. Because, guys, I'm going to tell you, they're going to go toe-to-toe, and there will be violence in this fight. It will be two world-class prize fighters pushing each other to the absolute limit. 
You heard Muhammad Ali, the greatest of all time in my estimation, say that certain guys pushed him to the brink. Well, I think both men have the opportunity and will push each other to the brink on Saturday night on Fox Sports PBC pay-per-view. All right, that is Ray Flores. You can hear him on the uh, international call this weekend, uh, like, like he said, on pay-per-view. Uh, going to be a fantastic fight. We, uh, we have no doubts about that. And, of course, you can get it all, foxsports.com slash PPV, and watch it on any screen you want. Ray, appreciate the time, man. Enjoy the fight this weekend, and we'll talk to you for the next one. Thank you so much, guys. Really appreciate it. Can't wait to get back to Houston. That is a phenomenal fight town. Can't wait to have you back, my man. Take care. Take care, guys. Hey guys, it's AJ Hoffman. It's fall and we could all use a little awesome. Well, our friends at Bespoke Post has brand new seasonal box of awesome collections for guys guaranteed to upgrade your life. From style and grooming goods to barware, cooking tools, and outdoor gear, Box of Awesome has collections for every part of your life. Bespoke Post only sends guys the best stuff every month. No matter what you're into, Box of Awesome has you covered. Who wouldn't want awesome stuff sent to them every month, right? It's like Christmas on your doorstep. Whether it's gear to upgrade your autumn craft beers or cozy threads for when the temperature dips, no matter what you're into, Box of Awesome has you covered. To get started, take the quiz at boxofawesome.com. Your answers will help them to pick the right Box of Awesome for you. They release new boxes every month across a ton of different categories. It's free to sign up, and you can skip a month or cancel anytime. Each box costs only 45 bucks, but has over $70 worth of gear inside. Get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and enter the code BLITZ at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com, promo code BLITZ for 20% off your first box. Yeah. All right, I got to tell you guys about Carbach, another great thing we've got down here in Houston. Ray was mentioning all the greats of the great fighters. Guess what else we got? Great beer. Yeah, Carbach. And I'm telling you now, January, when this stuff comes out, this ranch water, Aaron, did you get you, you took some home to the lady? What'd she think? She hasn't had it yet. She's saving it for this okay. weekend. I'm telling but, you, boys, this is a good, it's a great ranch water. I've had a couple of these things. This is fantastic. It's a great mixer. You can drink it solo if you want. But it's a it's not like these other seltzers on the market out there. It's this has got a little Texas flavor to it. The agave lime, it's going to be so good. And of course, they've got all their other great beers going on right now. And you can get all of them uh, in grocery stores. or You can get even more of them at the at the bar itself. So if you go into the restaurant, the bar, they've got all their great beers on tap, some that you can only get at the restaurant and you can have yourself a fantastic meal there as well. Follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for all the latest goings on with the brewery and with the uh, you know with 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 the restaurant. And when you're out and about this week, make sure you grab yourself some Carbach. To call into the HRP listener line, dial 713 780 ESPN. Dial the phone. Looking to outsource your company's HR and payroll? Get the top initiative and smart solutions with HRP.net. is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Presented by the pay-per-view fight of the year. Errol Spence Jr. versus Danny Garcia. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. 713-780-ESPN's your number. And uh, by... Listening to Ray, it's like, man, I, I really miss being there fight week. This is probably the first one where I've thought, you know what? Damn, this sucks. Yeah. Because usually, you know, the other, you kind of, you know, you realize, okay, we're not going to be able to go go for a while. But then this one, you're like, well, kind of sucks. Um, So, did you see what Kirk Herbstreet said? Because it was the exact same thing you said. And he got ripped for it and had to apologize. You got the audio? Okay. <laughs> Uh, which is kind of funny to me. Is, I'm so glad I'm not a national guy. Uh, well, yeah, because, well, I don't think either one of us would last a week. I've, I've said that before. I, I, I'd be suspended so much. And if I get suspended a lot, you'd, you'd be like 10 times. <laughs> so let, let, let's hear Kirk. The fact that they played four games 
and they're still sitting there in the top four. Now it comes down to they were going to play Michigan State Saturday. I still think Michigan waves the white flag, potentially avoids playing Ohio State next week, and then, David, they'll, they'll potentially get a game on the 19th. They could be sitting there with six games. And Michigan, is that fair, David? Michigan could opt out, basically, of that game and keep Ohio State out of six games to qualify for the Big Ten championship. That doesn't make sense to me. So didn't you say almost the exact same thing? I said the exact same thing. Now, I did say that they – now, he didn't – he didn't make it sound like there – until the very end when he said that it – like they could basically opt out. Right. He didn't make it sound malicious until he said that. Then he said it like they were opting out only to – only to screw over Ohio State, right. which is exactly what I said. Yeah, you, well, you, you were more direct about but, it. But yeah, I'm not Kirk Herbstreet. That's the thing. I well, can you're say also not I, a former Ohio State quarterback. That makes touche. it which makes it look like that you a, know of. Uh, well, I mean, maybe in another life. But, but uh, yeah, that, that's a. Uh, I, I think that's, that's what everybody's kind of thinking. You know, you got to play six games. Michigan's like, well, we aren't going anywhere. Jim Harbaugh's like. What maybe the only way to not get fired is to keep Ohio State out of the playoffs? <laughs> not get my ass kicked. You again. Just put two and two together, and it's like, well, it makes some sense that they would do that. Like, cough, but, cough. A few more COVID cases. Yeah. Mm, guess we better not. We go. just don't feel comfortable. <laughs> he had to apologize for that, huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, because I mean, obviously there was backlash. And it's, oh, Mr. Ohio from State. Dopey Michigan fans. Uh, well, from a lot of people, which I don't get. You know, it's like I, I don't think there's anything that inflammatory about it. But, you know, he said, uh, just wanted to clarify something I said earlier during our college football playoff ranking show. Apologize to Michigan football for my words. I made some comments oh, about Michigan, whatever. about the potential of them waving the white flag and trying to avoid Ohio State. I had no business at all saying that. I have no evidence of that. It was completely unfair to the University of Michigan, to Jim Harbaugh, to his players and coaches. I did not mean to insinuate. I had no evidence at all. Dude, you're supposed to have an opinion. That's, that's your job. That's part of your job. And if that's your opinion, share it. But somebody at ESPN probably said, yo, Kirk, mm, not so much. Not so much. That's too bad. Yeah, because I, I don't think it's unfair to speculate that, even if he did play quarterback at Ohio nope. State. And he's one of those guys that everybody's looking for him to be biased towards Ohio State. Of course. And, and I think he's pretty damn down the middle. But me as someone who I don't care anything about – Michigan or Ohio State. I'm just saying that seems like a real possibility. Yeah, I think the only time it would come up with you is if, oh, you didn't want to play Texas. And then, <laughs> you know me. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I just I, – it, it's funny that how – and I, I'm, I'm sure other people have speculated on that. I mean, it, it seemed it, – because it seems like a fairly logical thing. So why does he have to apologize? I don't know. I, I just found that interesting, AJ. I ain't doing it. I will not apologize. Well, for guess that. what? I don't want you to apologize for it. Um, you see that, uh, man? Can you believe the NBA is already getting ready to crank up and they, the Christmas Day schedules out? Which, yeah. yeah, I have zero enthusiasm for NBA right now. I'm I'm kind of with you. Um, I, I I don't know that we got enough of a break from it, and and really, I think it goes back to what we said during the season. Once football's on. I mean, it, it, the, the only people who care about the NBA are like the diehard of diehards. Right. And it, that, that part of the season where the NBA and, and uh, NFL overlap is just a time where I, I could really care less. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of curious to see what the Rockets look like with these new guys, but I'm not, you know, it's not like I'm going to plan my day around it. No, I'm certainly not going to be like watching every game, every Rockets game. Uh, I just can't. I can't justify the, you know, taking my eyes off everything else going on. Yeah, and, and you know, you've got college basketball to bet yeah. on on top of that. and uh, I, I, Well, I, there's football almost every night. Yeah, yeah. It's, and every afternoon now. Yeah. Yeah, this reminds me of when they first started the, the hockey during the COVID, and there was, like, hockey all day. It was the best thing ever. I was just sitting there watching game after game and betting on game after game. And now I got It's like March Madness. It is. But it is. football. Yeah. Can't beat that. No, yeah, and I think... Uh, you know, maybe that maybe that's what UH should do is just get some other teams and schedule a game on Tuesday and then a game on Wednesday so they can get their schedule in. But whoever it is, they'll get the COVID. Um, I, I actually I'm, I want to ask Aaron this because uh, somebody said are you are you guys willing 
to risk taking the first vaccine that just came out because they've approved it now in England. So I, it's they're going to start rolling it out in the next couple of weeks. I'll take it. Uh, I'll take one for the team. Well, I, I know I don't think Aaron's an anti-vaxxer. I think Aaron's a skeptic when it comes to these things. Is that fair? A little bit of a skeptic, a little bit more of a I know I'm not in the high-risk category for anything, so right. I would rather everybody, if they say it's you or the whatever, 200 million Americans that are more high-risk than you are, give it to them first, and I'll deal with the the effects later if I need to. That's that's more of my thinking has become lately, is there's a lot more people who need it. Frontline workers, the elderly. Right. Well, they're, they're like going to they're gonna get it before us anyway. Yeah. Because uh, they've already put a tier system together. I think I'm like tier four, maybe, which is fine when it, when it comes around, it's my turn. I'll take it. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not out there saying, Oh, I, I need to get this right away because you know, there's, there's people, especially the, the healthcare workers who are having to deal with these guys on a daily basis. I, I think it's important that they get it first. And then our, all our first responders and people like that. But I will, uh, you know, I, I will do it at some point. Now, this I I would not I'd be remiss to say I'm not going to be a little skeptical here about this thing because we don't know how long it lasts. Yeah, and you know is it is it going to be something that? But if you're a flu, I mean you're a flu shot guy. So I, I take it, flu shots. So if yeah. you're a flu shot guy, you're, I mean you're probably the kind of guy who's going to be willing to take the vaccine. Yeah. Oh no, I'm I'll be willing to just because if it means I can get back to do, going places and doing things sooner, I'm all for it. I, I will say this. I'm and the reason why I haven't run out and and you know paid uh, you know over the over market value for a ps5 i like to wait a little while and let the you know maybe there's some kinks in it and they they have time to work the kinks out and then i'll go ahead and get the ps5 same reason i've never bought an apple first generation of anything it usually gets better as time goes on so i'm not in a real hurry but if they offered it to me i'd probably take it yeah but by the time they get around to us it's going to have already been there's there's going to be enough of a sample size to where you know you'll feel like ah okay so um, but if the people around me who are high risk have already had the vaccine I don't feel like I need to have one because if I get it I'm only taking a chance with my life because they've already had the vaccine and they're protected from me so would I get it probably but again I'd be skeptical and I don't want to be anywhere near the front of the line for it. Well, and, and that's, and I know a lot of people who are like that. I even know some healthcare workers who are like, I don't want to be first. Well, you know, try it on all the olds in the nursing home. Because what, what's the worst that could happen? They're going to die anyway. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Now, don't, don't, don't start with your, I can't believe you said that. It's a joke. It's no, a joke. they're going to test it on infantry. Probably. Why not prisoners? Dude, I got so many shots. I don't even know what they were pumping me full of. They didn't care. They're just like, all right, you need this, this, and this. Why do we need this? Well, you're traveling. Yeah, but we're going to we're going to California. Or we're going to upstate New York. What's there that's going to be so? Well, listen, you just need the shots, okay? Just take the shots. You didn't hear about the uh, weeping willow sting of the bees of California? Uh, well, Apparently I had it, can, but it I, can make everything fall off except for your head. But I was ready. I was ready because I got every shot imaginable. All right. I got to tell you guys about hoops. Pro Dunk Hoops. ProDunkHoops.com. That's where you go to check out these goals. The best basketball goals on the entire planet. The best I've seen, certainly. Uh, they've got the thickest steel of any goal on the market. 75% thicker than the best brands in the big box stores. This is a, like, It looks literally, it looks like a professional goal. Like you stole it from Toyota Center. They dump a bunch of, you know, thousand pounds of concrete and put, put it up in your driveway. That's what it looks like. It's crazy. Uh, the backboard's so strong, if it ever breaks or cracks for any reason, they'll replace it for free. It's got a rust armor finish, and they've got a design to fit your home, your backyard, your driveway, uh, a fully portable version if you've got real picky HOA. And, guys, they're adjustable from 10 feet to 5 feet with the turn of a handle so any age can go out there and make shots. Nobody's going to have fun if they can't make shots. So my younger son cranks it down to 8 feet. Now he's making baskets. Now he's having fun. That's what it's all about. Get your new hoops goal today. See it all at ProDunkHoops.com. That's ProDunkHoops.com. 281-351-9822 for ProDunk Hoops. You're listening.
listening to The Blitz. Hey, guys, sports to you. On ESPN 97.5. Sports to you. Listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Presented by the pay per view fight of the year, Errol Spence Jr. versus Danny Garcia. Watch it live this Saturday at 8 p.m. Central only on pay per view. You can buy now on foxsports.com slash PPV and watch it on any screen you want. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. We were just watching the the Lily commercial where they made her unattractive. Do you think they're trying to force her out because they're really pushing that other chick in that I don't commercial? No, I, I think I really think like they get a lot of uh, blowback because she was getting sexually harassed on the interwebs. Which I don't know why you guys. This is why we can't have nice things because every time there's a hot chick, you guys have to go harass her. And then now she's like, I don't, you know, I don't want to be famous anymore. So they were like, well, what if we, what if we mom you up a little bit? What if we make you look like, you know, frumpy? Yeah, a little frumpy. What if we we knock you down to like a six? And she was like, okay, that'll work. Because the first several commercials, I mean, boobs were hanging out. She, I mean, her hair was good. She, she was hot. And now they've like given her a mom haircut. They button her shirt all the way up to the top. Uh, I'm pretty sure they've wrapped ace bandages around her breast to to yeah, uh, yeah. to tame them, or she's wearing a sports bra or something. They've ruined it. That's th- thanks to you guys not knowing how to act on the internet. No, Way to go! That's that's the internet, man. You know, everybody. I mean, I, that's why I hate Twitter so much. Sometimes you know, you know what though has been better, and uh, knock on vinyl or whatever the heck this is. Twitter's been less offensive now that the election's over. It's better now, yeah. It's still not great, but it's better. Because I, I, there were days where I would log on, and I'm like, why the hell am I even on Twitter? Hey, speaking of the internets, Todd gave me this, and I'm going to make an announcement. Do we have a drum roll? Thank you. Very cool news. Our Sports Map Houston YouTube channel has hit 1 million views in its first year. First year of existence, 1 million views on YouTube. How about that? Uh, Great job by our sports map team, Josh, Brandon, and Jack, plus all the hosts that help out, like John Granato, Lance Zerline, Charles Palillo, Joel Blank, and A.J. Hoffman, it says right here in black and white. Wow. I, I contributed to that. If you haven't seen the sports map videos, uh, they focus mainly on Astros, Texans, Rockets without the usual BS. So check them out, sportsmap.com, or go to YouTube and subscribe today at SportsMap Houston. Thank you. Yeah, and uh, real credit to Brandon and Josh. Uh, Brand, Brand, it was Brandon's brainchild to, to build that YouTube channel, and uh, I, I think it's a success. So, um, yeah, and uh, by the way, I have a, I'll have a column. I don't know when he's going to put it up, but on the two suspended Texans, I think Roby is more significant than Fuller, hmm. and I'll I'll, I'll tell because you because of why. depth. Well, there's there is no depth at, at corner. I mean, now your number one corner is Vernon Hargraves. Although with no Rand- Philip Gaines, with no Randall Cobb, I mean, but the the thing is, you still have Brandon Cooks, and you still have tight ends who are catching the ball. You still have other weapons. It's a loss. Don't get me wrong, but it's. I mean, there is no possibility. To cover up that secondary now. Will there be excuses made next time Deshaun has a bad game? Oh, but you didn't have Will Fuller. Yeah. Of course. Of course. And honestly, that may be the best thing for Will Fuller if he wants to get this money. Be nice. Like, Will Fuller's like, man, I ain't going to lie. It would be really nice if Deshaun was just awful out there for the rest of the season without (laughs) me. Yeah, I think that's – if I were him, I'd be thinking that. What Have you – I just now got around today to looking at the lines a little bit. I think you got to play the the Colts in that game, don't you? I, I would I would think that's the way to go. I mean, what's I, the number? I, I'm a currently? little I'm a little concerned about you know they've got some injuries too, but uh, it's three and a half. Oh, see, it was two and a half earlier. Uh, it's it's certainly a buy low sell high because the Colts just got 
throttled. Right. And the Texans played one of their best games of the year. So you're 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 in that buy low, sell high spot, which is something I'm looking for, you know, typically anyway. Right. But the hook probably keeps me away from it. If you can get a if you can get a three, I'd play a three. Even if you have to play uh, if if you have to pay an extra ten cents, I'd pay that. Uh, but but yeah, I, it's probably a pass for me at, at three and a half. I just I don't think, I, I, not that Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers, if good Philip Rivers shows up, he'll torch him. And I think he's going to have a a good chance to be good Philip Rivers. I mean, every time Roby has been out of the lineup, guys have put up three hundred yards. Yeah. So, you know, I, I could easily see that happening. And uh, plus, I think the Colts will get some guys back on defense this week. But well, let's do uh, let, let's let's just do a, a quick rundown of sure. these lines. Uh, Jags plus ten and a half at the Vikings. Yeah, um, I can't give up ten and a half with the Vikings, but um, I'm not in the habit of bet- betting the Jags anymore. You can't. So I, I'm getting ten under under ten. I might think Vikings, but I. I I got no love for that. Off the board in a lot of spots, including the book that I use, the offshore book I use, uh, Westgate has Browns plus five and a half at Titans. I've got plus six here. Okay. Might lean Brown. Okay. Um, I, I don't know. I I don't know that the the Browns can stop Derrick Henry. I, 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 I don't think they can, but I also think the Titans coming off big division game. I think it's going to be hard to pair up efforts like that because they're, I mean, they're not the Chiefs. They're very good, but I, I and they're, and the one thing that does scare me, the Browns are the kind of team that when you start beating them over the head, they quit. So I could see that happening, but I think the Browns keep it relatively close because look, Titans defense is still not good. Nick Chubb's back. I, I, I'll, I'll take Browns plus six. I'm How not- about Lions plus three at the Bears? Boy, I, I this is one of those well buy low sell low games because yeah. they both suck. Um, I, it's a pass for me, but if I had to play it, I'd probably take the Lions. I want to know what Lions players are available. Yeah, uh, if there's no Swift if, if, if and there's Galladay, no Galladay, yeah. I'm Bears all day. And I, you guys know, I hate this Bears team. Uh, I thought they were overrated even when they were winning games, but the Lions are a disaster right now. They are a full blown mess. Uh. Raiders, boy, there's a, a a wide range of numbers. As I'm looking, I'm looking at a board that, or that's got you know five or six books. Right, they range from seven and a half to nine Raiders against the Jets. Yeah, I'm seeing eight on my site. I, uh, you know what, I I hate this West Coast noon game thing for the Raiders, but I there's no way in hell I'm taking the Jets, and I think the Raiders bounce back. So under ten. Probably take the Raiders. All right. Saints, uh, minus two and a half or three, depending on your book, at the Falcons. Yeah, I, I everything, every fiber of my being tells me take the Falcons here, but I, I've vowed not to bet the Falcons again the rest of the year. I'll be on the Falcons if I can get a three. I, it's three on my bookie right now. Uh, the Bengals, plus 11 and a half. If I told you coming into this season the Dolphins would be eleven and a half point favorites over somebody, I mean that's that's crazy talk, right? Yeah, it is crazy talk, and it's too many points for me. I, I'm I'm gonna lean Bengal here, even though I think the Dolphins win the game. Uh, Rams minus three at the Cardinals. Uh, I think we're starting to see what the Cardinals are, which is an eight and eight type team. But the Rams are just so inconsistent. I, I think it's a good matchup for them, but the number's right on, I think. So I don't see any value. I like the Rams. I think that there is something physically wrong with Kyler Murray. And if that's the case. Besides being tiny. Besides that, the, I think the Rams eat them up. Uh, no line in most on most books for the Giants Seahawks. The, uh, the Westgate, again, has Seahawks minus 10 hosting the Giants. That's all is Danny Dimes going to play. Yeah, I, I still feel like they can cover 10. Okay. Even with Colt McCoy. So. Uh, Eagles, plus eight and a half or nine at the Packers. Mm. I, the, the, I, you know, again, it's square. Give me the Packers. I, okay. I just don't, I don't see the Eagles being able to cover any, uh, anything inside of 10. 
Patriots are a pick or minus one, depending on your book, at the Chargers. Patriots. Because the Chargers find ways to lose. They really do. But, Ben, I do not want to bet the Patriots as a road favorite. No, I'm not. I wouldn't want to play it. But if I had to, I'd take the Patriots. Uh, Broncos plus 14 at the Chiefs. Well, at least they'll have a quarterback. They'll have a quarterback this week. Yeah, that's that's the old double digit division dog. And I think the Chiefs. I don't want to say they're kind of in coast mode right now, but they're kind of in coast mode. Probably take Denver. Maybe I can get if I can get fourteen and a half. Definitely football team plus nine or ten, depending on your book at the Steelers. Yeah, I don't know if you saw this, but like every NFC East team is going to be at least a touchdown dog this that's week. Crazy. <laughs> uh, I'll probably take the football team, uh, depending on how this kind of plays out, but uh, yeah, I'll probably take the football team. Bills range from minus one to minus two and a half at the Niners. Give me Bills all day long. And, and it's actually at Glendale, right? Yep. And then Cowboys, America's team, the Dallas Cowboys, baby. Plus seven, they're giving us a whole damn touchdown at the Baltimore Ravens on, what, Wednesday night? Uh, yeah, Tuesday, 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 yeah, yeah, right. on ninety two five, right? That's right. Yeah, I uh, would say give. Well, if Lamar Jackson's playing, give me the Ravens. Yeah, not I, that not that RG's been horrible, but he hasn't been good. So I, I'm in. I think I'm in the same boat there with you. So I can't make that bet today. So there's your lines. Hmm. All right, can't believe we made it to Wednesday. Look at us. Yeah, yeah, and it's a short Wednesday. The Wait. shows have gone by really fast this week. We've had plenty to talk about. Yeah, well, it, it helped them when we came back Monday. There had been like a whole, you know, four days yeah. of sport and lots of interesting sport, too. All right. I got to tell you guys about Allstate. Allstate windows and siding. And there's a sign up in my front yard right now saying, hey, you see these badass windows? Guess who put them in? Allstate put them in. That's right, baby. Uh, they look amazing. Uh, my wife, she, she, of course, she put up the Christmas tree. And she, she's outside looking at it through the windows. She's like, oh, it just looks so great through these windows. We don't have the solar screens on anymore. Uh, and the great thing, uh, like when I go into the bathroom in the morning now, instead of it like the drafty window having let in a bunch of uh, cool air overnight and the bathroom's frigid, I go in there, oh, nice and toasty. Uh, these things will save you money long-term on your energy bills, up to 40% on your energy bills. I am so excited about that. And they look great as well. Guys, you want the best rate? Call Allstate. Allstate Siding and Windows, 832-204-1936. That's 832-204-1936. Or check them out on all, at AllstateSidingAndWindows.com. That's AllstateSidingAndWindows.com. This is Heisman Trophy winner and College Football Hall of Fame, Mike Rozier, and you're listening to ESPN 97.5.